Hello and welcome back to the Triple J podcast. So we've been off for a week. That's because your boy here has been in London and Rome. So I apologise, but we are back at it again. And we are talking about today, actually, holidays and habits and how you can go on holiday, enjoy yourself and not feel guilty about actually having a good time at the end of the day, enjoying a bit of food and enjoying the sunshine and really just t- taking full advantage of your time off. So I'm joined as always with Mr. Mr. Jake Deer and Mr. Jack Sherrington. Boys, how are we doing? Welcome back. Welcome back to the real life, mate. Welcome back to the world. Yeah. I mean, Rome was pretty good, you know, Colosseum in the background of every shot. Doing Literally, I was doing the Q&A and the Colosseum was in the background and I just felt like an absolute G. So <laughs> online, you're, you're an online coach, mate. Do you coach online? Yeah. Proper laptop lifestyle now. Epic. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Cracking on as usual. Excellent. Jake, we all good? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good myself. Yeah, things have uh, turned around and business is going really well. Excited for the photo shoot and personal life-wise is the uh, motorbike situation. So hopefully, what's the day? No, by the second to next podcast, hopefully I'll have a bike. Yeah, so for those who don't know, Jake is doing his, I'm guessing, is it the first, like, is it just one motorbike test that you have to pass? No, you have to do a load. Like I've got, I can technically ride a bike with just like the slower ones, but I've done all the exams. It's the very last exam to be able to ride any bike I want. Okay, cool. So he's going to be riding around on a Ducati or whatever, going 150 miles an hour. <laughs> cool. Let's get into it. But before we do, we got today's fun fact, which isn't that fun to be fair, because I was thinking of holidays. What do people do on holidays? They get absolutely slaughtered. So I want some guesses. How many standard drinks would you have to have to have a risk of death or go into a coma? Oh, 30? Close. 35? 25. So the, it's based on the blood alcohol concentration. The legal limit is 0.08. And then at the level where it becomes dangerous is 0.4. So not that far, but it's about 25 standard drinks, which probably I consumed on that night out in London, but we won't go into that. <laughs> I've definitely been there before, I reckon. <laughs> it's all right. Just endangering our lives one day at a time. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Let us... Exactly. Let us get into it. So... We're going to talk about holidays first. And I want to pose the question to you two. If you're going on holiday, should you track your calories? Anyone can go for it. No. No. I don't what? think so. Like, like if, if you're going for like a short trip away and, and you've been working hard, dieting hard, whatever your goal has been, you've been training well, like this should be an element of being able to have an understanding and knowledge of like not needing to track when you're away right yeah absolutely i feel like that yeah i i i'm not going to so i'm going away to copenhagen uh middle of this month and i'm definitely not going to track my food okay so would you say there's any exceptions to the rule there at all i think if you're going for a long period of time like if you're going for like over um over a couple of weeks then probably especially if your goal is still to to like create some sort of physique change 
I would probably then say like, hey, maybe it's worth us just like tracking, I don't know, just protein only, just so we've got some sort of awareness of the food we're eating rather than just going all out and eating everything in sight. Yeah, cool. And then Jake, opinions? Uh, we're talking tracking in terms of calories or tracking in terms of any metric? We go both. Go on. Uh, in terms of calories, I'd say 1,000% no. It's going to be impossible, especially in a foreign la- foreign land, um, foreign country. It's just not going to happen. In terms of fo- um, tracking metrics, um, I would just say it, it would be more so habit building. So just make sure you keep yourself active. Go and see, like, go, keep you get, get your steps up. But yeah, as I say, enjoy yourself with food. It depends, like, what is it a long-term goal you're going for? Have you been doing it for 15 weeks and you're then going on holiday? Then more so treat yourself. Or I've had a client, for example, um, who jumped on board week two. They went on holiday. So I'm like, well, you've technically started. You're, I know you're going on holiday. We're not going to be strict, strict, but you're going to keep your steps up. You're going to have three meals with a day and then just stick to that. Came off, had an enjoyable holiday and lost four pounds. So it's it, it, it does vary. But I think if you have to like have a gun to my head to give you the decision, then it would be no, you don't have to track. I love that because touching a little bit on the habit habits side of things there, obviously with that client still managing to lose four pounds while being away. And we'll get into that a little bit later in terms of obviously habits that can help you stay on track, keep progressing while you're away. So let's go into, I guess, the different types of holidays. So we've got kind of all-inclusive versus self-catering holidays. So if you had a choice, lads, what would you say to your client? Go on a self-catering or go on an all-inclusive? I think um, I think an all-inclusive could be easier to manage. And the reason for that is because you've got unlimited food in terms of it being available and things that are most likely going to be like food items that you know. You're more likely to be like, okay, cool, there's the protein. I'm just going to stack up on that, make a couple of good decisions around food. And then again, you also then have the freedom that you can go out and choose different meals i think it's it kind of depends again like how you go for it like i know that when i traveled it was really difficult for me to get protein in because i was traveling for a longer period of time i was doing the whole like um hostel life but if you're in like an airbnb where you've got cooking equipment then there is an argument to say that self-catering could always be quite a good option too yeah jake i saw you shaking your head what your opinion on it it's a difficult one, isn't it? You've got two sides of, uh, of the coin. So with the self, uh, with the all-inclusive, if you're going somewhere like Magaluf, you're probably not going to eat half of the stuff that's in that uh, all-inclusive because it's crap, so you're not going to overeat. Whereas I've been on a cruise ship before and literally it's just gourmet food left, right and centre. So you're going to struggle to stop yourself because you're like, well, do I have the pizza or the pasta? No, I'll have both. So that's up for debate. I think 90% of the people who decide when they go on holiday if they should go all-inclusive or self-catering, I think the very last conversation they'll be having with themselves is trackability. I think it will be more finance and what will they prefer. Um, self-catering, depending if you're in a different foreign country, how are you going to be able to measure anything? And if you are given the choice to have whatever you want, you'll probably come across some cakes like really like rich dense calorie foods where if you're in the all-inclusive they'll probably have a flexibility if you'll have the fruit on the side there you can have the toast so i would again gun to my head i'd go all-inclusive yeah fair so what i want to do i'll just give a couple of examples from myself that i've been on 
And then I'll hand over to you guys to kind of talk about, obviously, the methods that I've used in order to basically just stay on track. So again, I've recently been to Rome. So all I did here, this was a self-catering holiday, apart from a traditional Italian breakfast, which was literally just a cappuccino and a pastry. So had that throughout the day, me and my girlfriend literally had two protein bars and that was it to see us through the day. So what we've done there is basically calorie backloading or intermittent fasting as such in terms of pushing the majority of our calories towards that evening so that we can actually enjoy ourselves, have some pasta, have some pizza, have some gelato. So obviously that's one method there. The second thing that we've done was made sure that we are walking a shit ton. On I think on the Saturday, we got to 33,000 steps, which is absolutely insane. My feet hurt, but that's one hell of a habit. And that's going to basically, I don't want to say counteract any food that you eat but at the end of the day it burns calories it does what it says on the tin so that's the other method that we used and then going towards the all-inclusive so I think you've really got two types of all-inclusives either you get kind of the buffet style one where you can just pick and choose what you want or you get the you just get what you're given that side of things and you don't have much choice in the matter so for see the pick and choose to be fair, I think this is very, very easy and just comes down to knowing, okay, that's a protein source, that's some fruit and veg. I'm going to stick to mostly that kind of stuff. Whereas obviously when you're going towards, okay, I can't really control what I'm having as such, it then falls back towards, I would say, the intermittent fasting point of call in terms of probably pushing back a lot of your calories so that you are hopefully making sure you've got enough to not go absolutely insane in the evening. So two different examples there. So I'll hand over to Jake first to talk about any habit that I kind of mentioned there, whether it be kind of neat, intermittent fasting, calorie backloading, et cetera. All very valid. I think it's just whatever's more attractive to the person specifically. Um, and then probably a side note is, is their eating habits as they are, what one was merge well. Um, in my head, I was just thinking of a, an idea which would probably be best is maybe just stick to two meals a day. And the reason I say that is not, I'd say, I'd probably go out there to say that 90% or a strong amount of people probably don't enjoy breakfast compared to lunch and dinner. So if I was on holiday, I probably might just want to lay in, maybe have a coffee and go for a walk. And I don't feel like getting, I'm, I know a lot of people and a lot of clients as well don't like breakfast. So I say, look, skip your breakfast, have a coffee. Then when you're going out, go for, let's say, um, you can have a lunch. The, it depends if it's all inclusive weather. But you get a lunch um, and let, make it like a medium type of meal. Then you can use the evening to have the, the dense amount of calories. But I think that's what I'd probably say. Skip your breakfast and then say to yourself, what meal would you rather be a bit more relaxed on? Your lunch or your dinner? Choose which one it is. And then the other one, I'd say, hold back, have protein, have something enjoyable, but not high amount of calories. But for me, I think whatever decision you make, just make sure you're active. Um, as you said there, 30,000 steps and it is, it is going to do what people think. Oh, I worked it off. Like it's going to negate it. And to give you a number, 20,000 steps equates to about four to 500 calories burned, depending on the person. So realistically, Jake has managed to, by steps, burn 1,500 calories, which is one hell of a meal or two meals as it is. So that's probably my two pence. Keep yourself active. It was a good yeah, pizza. That's a whole pizza there, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, that's a whole pizza in that bad boy. 
So just walk, walk us through it. So you, you, for breakfast, it was a cappuccino and a pastry of some sorts. Then you had two protein bars and then whatever evening meal it was. Yeah. So literally two protein bars, which was like 200 calories each. So 400 what, in the protein bars and then another two, 300 in a pastry. So 700 calories all day. My Let's say my BMR or based on my metabolic rates, like 1,800. I've burnt 1,500 from doing obviously loads of steps I've technically burnt or however accurate it is probably 3,000 plus and if we do the math 3,000 minus 700 I've got 2,300 to eat in that evening meal so I fucking ate 2,300 calories in that evening meal nice 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 i tell you what i'm worried now for going to copenhagen because i don't think it's going to be as warm as sunny as it was in rome <laughs> steps are going to be interesting they're just going to get done i guess with a, with a good coat no i think um i think like there's not much more we can really add to this situation because like, like we all have very similar responses when it comes to our ideas around tracking and activity and holidays and things considering i have done um solo traveling as well for a longer period of time here's a few things i probably always recommend so like if you're still wanting to like stay in reasonably good shape and you're going to gain weight if you're going to go away for a long period of time let's say let's say you're going to go new zealand or bali or thailand for longer than a month the likelihood is that you're going to get pissed quite a lot more than you probably would normally do you're going to eat lower quality food more often there are a few things that you can do one of the best things was keeping one of your meals as a salad which is nice and simple you buy a whole lettuce and you have a quarter of that for a meal every time you go to the next place along your journey let's say you're taking a bus across new zealand which is what i did another thing you could do is buy a cooked roast chicken every other day as well there's your protein here they cost like two pound fifty for most of them anyway so that right there is like two solid meals and you paid four quid, which is pretty decent in terms of still making sure you get protein in a high volume meal. Stay on track, get as many steps in, do as many activities as you can. So like go and do white water rafting, which is epic. Go jumping, go jump off a bungee jump, go and do bar crawl games where you don't always drink all the time. Hell, even going into sea dips and whatever you want to do. Those are really good ways to just get activity up. It doesn't always have to be about steps. There's loads of other things you can do that can Hell, hire a bike and go, go go around the city that way. That's one of the things I'm going to be doing in Copenhagen, so I'm excited for that. Love and in that. terms of food choices, just, yeah, just make good choices often. Cool. And then what I want to go to next, it's an interesting question because I think, obviously, Jake's fine. Maybe an exception in terms of what he mentioned. Do you think you have to have an understanding or have tracked calories before for a certain amount of time to then go on holiday and make these kind of smarter decisions as such? No. No? Okay. Go on in. Yeah, I'd say it was two weeks into the process and didn't know, didn't, we was obviously just learning that. So, no, it's, it's certain people take well to calorie counting and certain people just have, like, it's a common thing, like, oh, it just creates anxiety. And I don't think it does. If you can manage your money, you can manage your calories. So that would be my, my excuse to them. Um, but for those who don't know how to track calories or don't want to, well, then our next alternative to them is understanding portion sizes. And I'm sure they can count the amount of meals they have or give them a portion size. So it's three fifths size or, or whatever it may be. Um, it's not hard to that habit built doing using it for habits or telling them portion sizing has nothing to do with calories. So yeah, I don't think yeah. you need to track calories at all. Cool. Yeah, as long as 
yeah I mean as long as there's an aspect of like education around the nutrition so using portion sizes drinking a litre of water before each meal taking protein bars like you did yourself Jake on holiday are all really good ways of just trying to manage things without having to track it I think as long as you have an understanding that you kind of make that decision on how you want the holiday to go. Like, are you happy to put on a shit ton of weight? Are you happy to kind of put on a little bit? Are you happy to maintain or do you want to see making progress? Those need to be in the back of your head when you're making every decision alongside that. So that if you're going to be like, hey, I want to I want to go all out on this holiday, go for it. You've made that decision, stick with it. Don't feel guilty afterwards now that you've made that choice. If you want to make a, a little bit of gain and you're happy to add a little bit of uh, weight to that, make smart choices here and there. Otherwise, you can kind of just be on it from that way. And as long as you you accept the decision you make and you then don't feel guilty afterwards and you come back and understand that you've made those decisions and you should be happy that you've made those decisions, I think you can be okay. Yeah, absolutely agree. Cool. Well, what I'm going to next is, I guess, dealing with kind of concern because I think a lot of people subconsciously will go away and panic as such. They're going to come back fat or five pounds heavy or whatever it may be kind of where do you kind of strike that balance of obviously at the end of the day it's a holiday they're there to enjoy themselves but how do you manage obviously that with okay where's the line in terms of I don't want to absolutely go ballistic but also I want to enjoy it at the same time is there a line is it individual kind of what's your perspective on that so I'd probably say just take one habit like if, if people listen to this and they're like, oh, I, just, I can't be asked to be so strict on this and do this, do that. I just say to them, just take one habit and just stick with it every day. You say to yourself, and if it's like, right, you know what? Every day I'm not going to have breakfast. That's at least one positive thing that you can do. Or if you are not going to listen to that and you want to eat whatever you want, then you say to yourself, I'm going to get 15,000 steps every day. Just one goal. And that's what you're going to stick through it. At the same time, you're not going to lose, um, you're not going to gain a lot of weight in one week. Like you, you'll gain a, quite a, like a little bit of weight, maybe two pounds of fat, who knows, one pound of fat, but a lot of it's going to be a majority of water weight and the, the your, your body holding to that food. So just, I'd probably just say to yourself, have that word of like, look, as soon as I'm back from holiday, day one, I'm back in the gym and getting on it. Because I think that's where the negative spiral will start to happen is that you think you've got, you've got fat, you think you've put on weight, Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And then it's just like, well, yeah, there's no change then. So I just, that's, that's my two pence is set one, one goal or target when you're on holiday and set a date of when you're going to come back and return to your training to get uh, training results. Cool. Jack, anything you want to add? Uh, Understand why weight fluctuates more. Like if you're eating more carbohydrates, you're eating more food, it's going to be more in your system. It's not going to be actual body fat. It's going to take like three and a half thousand calories for you to gain a pound of fat. So most people aren't going to be able to be putting away that much food every single day. May put like that amount over the course of a week or so compared to what you would normally eat. So you probably may gain one or two, but before you know it, that weight's just going to fall away and you won't even care about it in three to five years time anyway. Love that. Right, yo, let's summarize it there. So should you track on holiday? More than likely not, unless you're going away for an extended period of time, then you're all good. You're much better off taking some habits with you because they're going to keep you on track and keep you progressing. All-inclusive versus self-catering. I think there's some debate there, but it doesn't really matter with that. You've got some habits and methods there that you can use regardless of where you go, what you do to, again, keep you on track with the results that you want. Obviously, dealing with the concern, 
as, as Jake said, I think I agree in terms of take one habit with you. If you don't want to be overly strict, enjoy yourself. But also at the same time, you've got this goal. You might as well go and achieve it. And then that is that, lads. Anything else we want to add before we wrap it up there? I'll just say in terms of that, taking that one habit, I just think it's also just something to positive, positively reinforce and say that you've at least achieved something on holiday. Like I set out to not have breakfast for seven days. I didn't do that. So regardless of my game weight, I've done something positive. Exactly. 100%. Cool. So if you enjoyed the podcast, you can leave us a review on Google, on Spotify. Be sure to share this on your social media and tag us. You can find us at Jake Fletcher with Jake spelled with two E's. Jake.deer and also Jack Fitness, Jack spelled J-A-C underscore fitness underscore. Give us a tag. It would mean the world. Share with your friends and we will see you all in the next one. Peace. Hey.